I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. Absolute, absolute absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran, of all people. <laughs> and um, none of whom have uh, received uh, a mention in the Queen's Birthday Honours. No. Not that I'm aware of. No, you have to do um, a bit of handyman work for the Queen, really, to get uh, oh, involved. You? Well, oh. Gary Barlow's got... Uh, what's he got? CB? OBE? Well, he's turned into the Queen's Party organiser, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Ents Management or something. I yeah. think he's like... Uh, what was the name of that, that fellow in the leather it. leather thong we used to talk about? The leather s- strap. I don't know, but we <laughs> no, didn't talk pet, about the, that ever. The pet of George the First. Oh, oh, of course. Um, Peter the Wild. Peter the Wild. Well, Peter the Wild. That's what Gary Barlow's become. <laughs> He's become a, a pet of the royal household. I did wonder which fella in a leather thong you meant. Oh, well, we'd get there in the end. Um, I think uh, Emily had already scribbled down six names and <laughs> held them up to me, all of which are incorrect. <laughs> yeah, the, George the First used to have this sort of boy, a feral boy that had yeah. been found, and it kept keeping him as a pet. And I, I feel mm-hmm. that Gary Barlow has moved into that uh, role in the current royal household. He, he had a collar on him, and Gary does like a, a chain. I don't think you should get an OBE for organising a gig, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no. You know, there's people all over the country organising gigs yeah. tonight. Exactly, mm. yeah, and they're not getting mentioned, are Your they? manager would be weighed down with medals. <laughs> exactly. If that were the case. He'd be like Mr T by the end of the week. <laughs> He's Mr T. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's yeah. some blast from the past, though, Frank. I always like that about <clears throat> the honours list. I love the... F- uh, there is definitely a celebrity dartboard <laughs> at Buckingham Palace <laughs> that she just chucks at. and Jenny Agatha. Yeah, that'll do. Um, Amanda Redman. OK, do it. Richard Stilgo. Richard Stilgo. Richard Stilgo. I bet that was the Queen saying, who was that bloke with a beard? Oh, who was that bloke with a beard? Google it. No, no, no. No, well, bloke with... You said, like, comedy songs. Richard, Richard, that's him. Richard Still Got it. Mm. Got it. Let's give him some in the honours list. But he hasn't done anything for... Nah, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, um, you know, Ruth Maddock. How come she missed out? Ruth Maddock? Yeah. Has she... Did she get one the no, year she before? Didn't, or but so? why not? But she might already have one. Do you know that she hasn't? No, I don't know that she hasn't. What do you think I am? <laughs> You're keenly following. I didn't. I, I didn't Ruth skip Maddox's through Ruth Maddox's CV before the show. I do generally, but this morning I had all the stuff might, on. Mary Archer. Mary Archer yeah. got one. She for, got one for being married to, to Lord, uh, Lord Archer. Yeah, for standing by him. Is yeah. it like a putting up with him award or <laughs> <Yeah>. something? <laughs> By the way, if you want to text us about anything, including the uh, the Queen's honours, but anything, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen. Mm. Some uh, street sweeper bloke got one. I never read those bits. You know, and it says the ordinary hero section. Oh, what the a, civilians. Come off it. <laughs> right. I mean, we're pushing it a bit with Richard Stilgo. <laughs> but let anyone in a high vis jacket receiving an honour. No, no thanks. <laughs> what about this Prince Charles? Oh, yeah. I got one. He's been given. It what says in got? the in the in the sun or the mirror this morning. I think it was in the mirror. It says that because he's studying for uh, the Duke of Edinburgh when he had his um, his illness. Oh, what, yeah. what did he have? Some sort of kidney infection? Yeah. Or something? I, I think it was the bladder. Oh, 
I'm sorry, I had to say it. I know. Time of the morning. <laughs> well, anyway, because he stood in for him, he's been given, uh, he's been promoted to five star rank in all three of the armed forces. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, that's. That's a turn up for the birds. That's a bit like in the army and being the heavyweight champion of Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> That's the queen just playing the role of evil puppet master. Just because I can, I'm going to do that. In all three of the armed forces. Yeah. <sighs> Greedy. Apparently, my producer has just given us a note. You can follow us on Twitter. Oh. Yes, I've got the Twitter page up. Yeah, you can call it. We're at, at Frank on Absolute. Mm. I have to say I profoundly... Um, Frank, don't say something rude about Twitter. You're about to, aren't you? I despise you? Twitter in all its aspects. <laughs> I despise it. But there we are. I've, I've read it out now. And if you feel you must do it, do it. But uh, you'll get short shrifts from me. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, uh, the cockerel has handed out the dime bars. Excellente. It's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. Yeah. I, I will say this, they are my favourite chocolate bar of we all the chocolate bars. a few bar. weeks ago, yeah. and then my wife was going to uh, a well-known Swedish furniture shop, and I said, can you bring some uh, some of those bars back Can I'll I take them into the show? I think you were having a themed football celebration last night, and you're a bit ashamed to miss it. Yeah, Swedes. <laughs> yeah, I think you were. Yeah. Did you I see the football, Frank? I did see the football. Can I say something before we go on to the football, though? Mm. That... Um, the producer Daisy was bringing in something of a a year zero, a sort of Pol Pot <laughs> approach to radio. <laughs> I think because we were recently voted the third uh, most Thanks. entertaining radio show, she she's now going for gold, as it were, Henry Kelly style. <laughs> and uh, as well as us being on Twitter, um, she uh, this morning's texting, and I'm very much following instructions here. Is what are you up to uh, this weekend? Just you text in on uh, 8, 12, 15 and let us... Really is, is it 8, 12, 15? Yeah. yeah. What are you up to this weekend? Anything unusual? There you go. That's a, that, that I love the a, way you I, really sold that. Uh, well, I left yeah. a Pinteresque pause at the end so people could think, oh, he means me. Mm-hmm. You never know, we might find out people... Uh, uh, the sort of listeners we've got, who knows what they'll be up to this weekend? Mm. Uh, most of them in an alcoholic fog. I think not. Okay. Now, what do you mean because of uh, the football, or just generally? People do like a tipple mm. when it comes to the football, don't they? It's not a nice excuse to get. I don't. Out. You know why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I a do. recovering alcoholic. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. So I don't like a tipple. Breakfast radio. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry everyone. I'm not. I'm not really recovering. <laughs> I'm just holding on tightly. Um, well, I watched it. Uh, I watched the football. I thought it was rather splendid. I'm a big did fan you? of the England manager. You love him, don't you? I do love him because he did wonderful things for my club side. So um, he did, he has a lovely little celebration, Frank. I love his dance. Well, he's a he's a as much as there is an element of little old man about him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like a little round-shouldered old man. He's the sort of blokes when I was a kid used to have their own shopping bag. Used to see it out. <laughs> I don't know if right. people have shopping bags anymore because they use like plastic ones. But people have used to have ones that like leather look type shopping bags. Do you remember those? Yes, I do. Do they still exist? I think certain people have them. <laughs> mm. Well, anyway, but usually it was women, middle-aged women who carried them around yeah. our area. But occasionally you'd see a bl- often a widowed, and uh, he'd be out, or um, an infirmed wife. He'd be out oh. with a shopping bag. 
Mm-hmm. And Roy's got that kind of look to him. But he's a... Uh, I love him. See, I did a lot of uh, of martial arts when I was a teenager. And, did you now? And sometimes you'd get men of a certain age coming along and they'd look frail like him, but when you actually touch them, they'd be, feel like they were made of rock. You oh, t- yes. Hold it, you touch them. Yeah, <laughs> in, a, in a competitive martial art way. But you I've see, got a feeling he, he's one of them. Like, he looks he more might- frail than he is, but then I bet if you went and tried to push him over, you, you just wouldn't move. He'd just be look like... Do you think? What are you trying to push me over for? Roy Hodgson, a sort of secret ninja. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love the idea of that. He, um, uh, um, I- Ibrahimovic was playing last night, a Swedish yeah. player, mm. who I think is the ugliest footballer in the world. Ironically, wow. in the same team as the most beautiful footballer in the world, Olaf Melberg. Oh, oh yes, I'm with you there. He's, he's a very handsome one. Absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> well, now, you've, co- you've come Honestly. a long way from martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you prod these old men when you're young, and who knows where it can he end is, up. He is definitely yes, my, my football crush. He's unbelievable. Well, we didn't attractive. know you had one until about two minutes ago. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Melberg, uh, not, not Melberg, um, Ibrahimovic is one of those blokes with a very small head. I mean, a mm. small head, but a thick, muscular neck. Right. <laughs> yeah. the, his head actually is less wide than his neck, which is, sc- he looks like the end of a, of a biro. <laughs> you know the metal sort of thing that has the ball. That's what it, I find him terrifying in appearance. I'm very glad they're out of the tournament. I don't want my small baby having to no, be confronted. Don't want him exposed to that. No, terrifying human being. I'd like to discuss the commentary box at some stage. Well, I want to discuss Alan Hansen's tuft of hair. We might have to come back to this. I don't know if there's time for it. I've got a lot to say. Well, on it, it sounds like it could be quite a long. I mean, I like. One of the things about the uh, camera coverage in the uh, Euros, is, and I'm sure you've noticed this, it's, it's oft commented on, mm. that the cameramen spend most of the game uh, looking for babes. Yes. Mm. They always look for babes. But I noticed very early on in the game last night, with the England fans, they decided to settle for colourful characters. They <laughs> 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 gave up, completely gave up on the babe hunt. What a sad indictment of this country. Absolute Radio. Despite your views on Twitter, yes, uh, we ha- they have been tweeting our listeners. Good. We've had Paul Comerford, Comerford, Comerford. Let's let's Comerbond. <laughs> no, not Comerbond. <laughs> stitching back to the uh, when I said Pol Pot earlier, they thought it's a Paul Potts, and they've come in with a Comerbond <laughs> remark. Oh, what a mix-up! Morning, Frank and team. Thanks for despising us all. Oh. What do you think of England's chances? And I agree with you. If you want to get on telly at the Euros, take a good-looking woman with you. Yes, mm. well, that's, you should, that, as with film premieres. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it, but let's not treat um, women like that, that we take them as some sort of uh, photo-gaining device. Good God. I think we've I think we've come on a bit since um, <laughs> since then, haven't we? Well, what am I going to do with my time then? <laughs> well, I can't I, do that. I, I, I tell you something. I, I is it about my chance? Our chances? Was that the question? Yes, England's chances. Well, I just I just love the I love the wise old fox manager. I love an old manager. Oh yeah, like that. It just like there's something incredibly cool about grey hair on a football bench. Is this Roy you're talking yes, about? Roy. Yes, Roy. Yeah. When we were discussing frail old men, someone's texted in saying, "Talking of frail old men, I met one at work the other day, and it turns out he was in the SAS. He even had the tattoo. Was I still still a killing machine? You think? I think so. I don't think you ever lose that, do you? Yeah. So be careful. 
Mm. See, if if that if we spread this more, we might stop people um, people be more knocking knocking old people about. And yeah. you know, you get those purple pensioners in the paper. <laughs> I hate that. Bang. That to me is when Bang. society has really gone wrong. So, just bear in mind, any one of them could be uh, SAS. Yeah, and because that's you can't do people. You can't appeal to their compassion. You have to frighten them. Mm. It's these these people. Yes. And um, you like wisdom on the uh, bench at the football. The wisdom of Roy. He's, mm. he's a smart. Oh, he's wise, isn't he? He's very. <laughs> when he was at West Brom, uh, we were, we had a run, unbeaten run of I think thirteen games, but we got beaten as every team does eventually. Mm. And they said, "So, how do you feel about you know the end of your unbeaten run?" And he said, "Well, as the Chinese say, not even the tallest tree grows all the way to heaven." <laughs> oh, I love that. Which is why he didn't pick Peter Crouch. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Frank, we still have yet to discuss Alan Hansen's. Well, I'm going to call oh, it yeah, his, his troubling tuft. I didn't. Tuft. I didn't notice his uh, his tuft. You didn't notice it? How can you not? So he wears a powder blue shirt quite often. I've noticed, mm-hmm. but there's a little tuft. It's exactly oh, where it's he's done the button up. Thing. Yes, it's like a little flaming tor- Olympic torch of hair. Oh, oh. I thought you meant head hair. No, no, no. Tuft. I'm talking about here because Alan Shearer. He goes for the loose gym owner. He has Too like many three. Buttons undone. No, I thought bang on actually. No, we're going to have to disagree on this. Oh dear. Oh, definitely. Button gate. Definitely. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just think it was distracting me. It was distracting me the whole night. I'm afraid. I think Gary Lineker looks a bit less grey. Do you? Oh, what are you suggesting, Frank? I wonder if he's d- just darken it just a little bit. All oh, right, he's going in shades. Yeah, now. But um, do I think we can win it? Well, I always think that to some extent. But I tell you what, I, I think it was Fabio. Well, it was Fabio Capello who said some players are not in their top moment. Mm. And uh, when that happens, hey, mm. stick around. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you another Roy Hodgson moment. <laughs> um, they were talking. He said, he, th- he said, I think that you know the It'll manager. Be one hour, it's me? important that the manager, he says, uh, should you know, is, is the dominant uh, figure in the dressing room. He said, I, I, as as the Scandinavians uh, feel that the church should always be in the centre of the village. I mean, fantastic. Yeah. It's not enough of that. Can you imagine uh, Mark Lawrence saying, the trouble is that the back four, they're lying so deep that if they don't come forward more and, and get closer to the midfield, I feel that Titmouse may fall prey to the viper. <laughs> <laughs> but it uh, doesn't happen. doesn't happen, that kind of thing. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We're asking our listeners what they were doing this weekend, and yes, I did ask that begrudgingly. Yeah, yeah. but I, I am interested. I just it just feels a bit like what DJs ask their listeners. Well, I don't think you'll be disappointed by this response. Okay, extraordinary. This is Stephen Smith. Uh, Frank, I'm climbing St Hubert's steeple. I'm also holding an onion. Well, St Hubert's is the school I went to, and in fact, the church I was. I think, yeah, I was. Um, Baptised, first communion, first confession, confirmation—all happened for me at St Hubert's. Lovely. It's a big steeple, I'll tell you that. Is it? It's a tall one, massive white cross on its seat from all around. Why around. is he holding an Aren't onion? I don't know what the onion element is. Is he? Um, is he trying to get access to his children? Is he one of those terror, <laughs> terror <laughs> no, climbers? 
You'd have one of those um, well, fancy dress costumes. You'd be well. dressed as the it's, silver surfer. And it would still have the creases from the cellophane packet. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. I was thinking about that myself this week. The baby was crying. And I thought, maybe if I get up a tower and shouted, keep your access. <laughs> We could uh, we could reverse the whole process. I'll tell you what, if you do want to uh, make it a more interesting texting, rather than what you're doing this weekend, what are you wearing on your protest to get access to your children? <laughs> it's quite niche, though, isn't it? It's quite yeah. specific. I think um, a texting, what are you wearing, could be um, the closest to a sort of formalised sex pest <laughs> you could possibly have. You know people are going to text in now with what they're wearing? Black jeans, black I would genuinely like to know what people are yeah. wearing. We know what they're, all, they're all wearing two a t-shirts. Everyone who listens to this <laughs> is wearing a two a t-shirt of some kind. Mm. I mean, there's some variety in that. I don't, I don't I'm deny sure, it. Yeah. Probably a few in Frank Skinner two a t-shirts. Oh, I shouldn't think any of those still exist. I've put out some <laughs> terrible merchandising in my time. Have you? Awful, ugly things. What are you things. least proud of? Have you done? I'm mugs? least proud of. I, I had a mug with a. a, a with a rather coarse joke in full on it. And we've got one Can in our mock cupboard. I c- no, we no. can't. Oh. Couldn't possibly. <laughs> but um, Why did you think it was fit to print on a mug? I don't know what, what got into me. But oh, I look at it now in the mug cupboard, and honestly, it makes me want to heave up. Does <laughs> it? Honestly, I'm not kidding. I find it... I am embarrassed by it. In the cold light of day. Really? It feels so... Beneath oh. you? Not beneath me, but oh. it just feels a bit coarse for mm. a mug. Mm. <laughs> I don't mind a bit of filth, but never on pottery. Mm. No. It's good to have a rule, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Grayson Perry taught me that, and I've... You can learn a lot from that man. Frank... Stroke, oh. woman! <laughs> Alan uh, has texted in on 867. Um, Ivor Badil uh, is my neighbour. Does okay. anyone else... Do any other listeners have a famous neighbour? Ivor Badil, of course, is the, the brother of uh, David Badil. You see, if you have na- to explain it and I give someone a footnote, that generally means they don't count. Does he count as famous? No, many. I'm just... There's always some people who don't know. I think he's... Uh, I regard him as... Uh, no. OK. Well, I share a personal trainer with him, so, you know... Do you still go to your personal trainer? Well, oh, oh, oh. No, is that, that, is that oh, a question you must never ask? Oh, 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 is that oh, like oh, when oh. you meet an actor and you say what you're up to at the moment? <laughs> yes. Oh, I did that the other day. Yeah. It, oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you still go? That sounds as if you're saying because you don't look as if you no, do. I, no, I wasn't saying that for a second. I can't see you behind that computer screen. <laughs> you could be as lithe as a young wench. Not as often as I should. And uh, either. Does That's anyone go to their personal trainer as often as they should? Probably not. That's no. this week's texting. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are texting in with what they're wearing. I'm, oh, I'm still they? naked. You're making me laugh loads. Uh, what am I wearing? <laughs> Just my dressing gown. Time to get dressed. <laughs> no, that's not horry. If you're laughing yeah. that much, it might be an idea just to wear something absorbent. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Oh, I've got Dime Bar on my top. It's awful. Dime oh. Bar on my top. Ooh, Dime oh. Bar on my top. Can you get us a cloth, please? And some soapy water. Yes? Thank you. Um, We're not usually desperate for material, this <laughs> Frank, uh, Ricky Oliver has tweeted us. Ricky? Yes. Tweeted? Tweeted? At Frank on Absolute. Thank Truly, you. this is the 21st century. <laughs> he says, 
you were asking earlier, what are you wearing? In a sort of off-the-cuff way. Oh, off-the-cuff, what are you wearing? Genuinely responded. Oh, brilliant. I'm wearing a blazer coupled with a claret chino sans tour t-shirt. Very good. Claret chino and blazer. Can That's I say, a... he sounds very up my strata. He does. He... I like the idea of someone dressing formally <laughs> to listen to the show. <laughs> when he says sans t-shirt, do you think he's just got a blazer on? Oh, that would be good. I bet he's got a shirt. Be I bet he's got a stripy mad. shirt. Oh, yeah. A, oh, a Breton. A Breton. Mm. Breton over no, a blazer. No, not a Breton. I mean, like, a, a, a dress shirt, but with oh, stripes yeah. Oh, I Like understand. what members of the Conservative Party wear. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I love the sound of him. Uh, 437, what colour cape is Frank wearing today? Does he accessorise? <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, I haven't, I haven't actually um, bitten the bullet with the cape yet. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I was all talk. Mm. I was all um, mouth and no cape. Do you know what would be good to get like a sport cape for the England team instead of a tracksuit top? They could come on and do their little. They don't, they don't call them tracksuit tops anymore. They call them anthem jackets. They no, don't. I'm afraid <laughs> they do. <laughs> Has the world gone mad? Well, even if you jackets. wear them in the street, has you have the world to call gone them mad? Anthem. That's the other texting today, <laughs> <laughs> and that one was sponsored by Richard Littlejohn. Has, has the Jeremy entire Clark. garment been renamed as a result? So if you wear it in the street or to the gym, it's still an anthem jacket. Still an anthem jacket, yeah. Mm. You still um, have to stand up with the, the merest inkling of God Save the Queen. Oh, no, I don't like the idea of that. Don't like the idea of an anthem jacket? No, I, that's really... That's turned my stomach. <laughs> Hopefully one of the uh, one of our listeners will text you and say, I'm actually wearing an, an anthem jacket this morning <laughs> and nothing else. Oh. Hey, what about that for a Jubilee celebration? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I went out this week. It's the first time I've been allowed out socially since um, my baby was born. Mm-hmm. And uh, I celebrated that most heterosexual of all acts, fatherhood, by seeing Liza Minnelli live. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, Thus, you, lo- you love a diva. Yes, covering both bases. She was live at Hampton Court Palace. Oh. Beautiful setting, obviously. Well, I, you don't have to sell Hampton Court to me. No, well, I, I was a little bit sulky about the Reformation, <laughs> beginning of the evening, but, you know, I just thought, no, come on. Move on. Put that behind you, and uh, it was fabulous. We um, we arrived. I went with a friend because because um, Kath. Well, f- first of all, she's obviously busy with a baby, but mm. also she hates Liza Minnelli. Oh, that's a very strong response. <laughs> it is. She actually got seasick. She claimed last time we saw her live because she said it was so like a cruise ship, <laughs> which I thought was um, cutting in the extreme. I love Liza Minnelli. Um, so I took a, a, a friend who, who also um, loves Emma, and uh, we, um, we 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 were given uh, Jamie Oliver hampers. Oh, lovely, Frank! Can you imagine it? Mm. Um, obviously, mainly full of confiscated turkey Twizzlers. Yes. <laughs> Do they still confiscate? Actually, does that still happen at school? Well, at school, the things get confiscated. I believe so. Yeah. No, because kids turn around and say, "I know my rights now." Yeah, I think they probably do. So you're not yeah. allowed. Oh, right. I remember when <laughs> rights used to be used to spring political prisoners from Central American detainee centres. And mm-hmm. now it's like if a burglar gets shouted at a bit loud by the householder. <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know how we got to there from Liza Manella. Mm. It's a funny old show, isn't it? In many ways. <laughs> Not every way. I'll accept that. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Is that, um, one thing that... Um, 
people end up now asking me about my child and uh, commenting on his name. Mm. Um, regular listeners to the show will know that uh, he's actually called Boz, um, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, thanks, Daisy, for letting me down again <laughs> on the timing-wise. But... Um, so some people respond to it in quite a negative way, but I uh, I met Sir David Frost. I mean, I've met him before, obviously. Mm. Well, we once had dinner at Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber's house. But anyway, um, I met Sir David Frost and we chatted and he said, uh, oh, you, you've, uh, you've got a child now. And I said, yeah. And, he, and uh, I see what he said. He said, you're a bit of a late starter. I said, I'm a bit of a late starter. He said, no, no, you're not a late starter. How old are you? I said, 55. He said... Oh, no, you are. You are a late starter. <laughs> oh, OK, that's actually not... That's flattering, though, isn't it? But that's I said, nice. um, what, that I look young, you mean? Yeah, to, Sir, to Sir David Frost, <laughs> we all do. He's quite ancient. Yeah. Brilliant, though. It's very exciting mm. meeting him. Yeah. But anyway, I... Uh, it got even more excited, because I said he's called Boz, named after Boz Aldrin, the uh, astronaut. He said, oh, he said, I presented that moon landing for ITV. <laughs> <laughs> Best response ever to the name. (laughs) And he still remembered the ratings figures. Of course he did. Yeah, he said it was one of the few occasions when ITV and BBC have shown the same event and ITV won on ratings. He said, and we got three times more. Really? He said, and I'll tell you why. And then he gave me a little bit of a TV background oh, information. That's someone that's worked in telly a while that knows oh. the numbers on everything they've yeah, done. That's but who great. presented the moon landing. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Did you watch it with a whippet? Is that right? Yeah. I watched it with a whippet, yeah. <laughs> he watched it with a Peter Cook, I think, was in the studio. They had a sort of a moon panel, No apparently. doubt smoking. Make Everyone it. would have been smoking. Oh, yeah. yeah. They made uh, comical remarks. Excellent. About the moon landing. How, how fantastic. That. So that's the best thing anyone's said to me this week. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. It's 7.34. Oh, it's very shipping forecast. I love that. That wasn't the time. That oh. was uh, the score in a game of... Um, <laughs> ping um, pong. Video ping pong I'm playing at the moment. <laughs> I mean, we should have stopped at 21, but to hell with it. It's my attitude. If you want to text us about anything, um, do it. Mm. We'll be we're on eight twelve fifteen. And they have. We've got several strands, Oldie. really. Oldie, oh, you can sorry. follow us on I'm Twitter. Sorry. Get over that if you can. Get, we can follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. That's called Blimey, what am I? An announcer. Some kind of media figure. Oh. All these different ways, different ways of getting in touch. German Fisher Dogger Bank. It's <laughs> like that. Might as well be doing that. Just saying words on bits of paper. <laughs> I'm an artist. I can't work like this. <laughs> So, yeah, so um, she was sitting in front of us, Vanessa. I didn't re- recognise her, actually, but... Um, Vanessa Feltz. Vanessa Feltz, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I did Liza Minnelli. Uh, yes, thanks, thanks for... Recap, cause we've that's lovely professional recap. You, you assume when everyone uh, joins on the hour <laughs> in a very formal <laughs> fashion. Get the blazer on and the chinos. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten to, but let's wait till the actual hour before we go in. Sitting in a little Chesterfield, I'll be nice. bound. I like the idea they come in on the news. Yeah. Know? So that S- Sandy War is, is a ramp uh-huh. to me, just to get them used to the human voice. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. 
She's got the best voice on radio, I think. She has. It's creamy, isn't it? Mm. It's like Bailey's. <laughs> <laughs> it is like Bailey's. Um, um, meanwhile, over in Hampton Court with Vanessa yeah, Belt so and Nelly. There's a woman sitting in front of us um, who just was on her phone. You know, I've talked about this before, oh. light pollution during oh, a gig. Yeah. People yes. think if they're on silent, it's okay to tweet, text, uh-huh. look at their emails, mm. go smartphone, check the reading for next week's mass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see it's probably only me that does yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's only you. But, um... And this woman, it was a constant pool of light just in the corner of my eye, you know, really annoying. And I said, God, that, why is that woman calm? She's just on the phone. I said, well, that, that's Vanessa. <gasps> was it? And uh, so I had to look at her Twitter. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Now, that was a quote from Mr Motivator. <laughs> <just right there. laughs> Um, it wasn't him, actually. I said to him once, so you went out with Vanessa, and he said, no, no, that was a different uh, I know, it's one of the worst things you've ever done. It might be the worst thing you've ever did. But what I liked, he just hit me straight with it. He didn't dilly-dally, and I took it, you know, you, I, took it, I took it like being hit by a cannonball. You, of course, meant Dennis Duhaney. I'm so oh, proud I know that reference. name. I meant Dennis Duhaney, yeah. Yes. But anyway, good so... she. Um, but I couldn't really complain, because I'd already been uh, shushed by a, uh, a man of uh, theatrical tendencies. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Was, he, was he gay? Because, um, <laughs> he may have been. Um, because when Liza did... Um, um, Ladies... Uh, you know, like, he's a tramp and yeah. I love him. Oh, you know yeah. that song from Ladies a Tramp? She did a brilliant version of He's a tramp, mm. but I love... I couldn't resist two verses in going... <laughs> you didn't. I just couldn't. You I didn't did even know I was doing it. You didn't do By that. the time she'd got to the, he's a tram, and I was going, Arr! oh man. <laughs> it, I just couldn't. It's impossible to hear someone. Please tell me you're joking. I'm not joking. Oh my God. <laughs> it's impossible to hear someone sing that Ill. song without going, Arr! <laughs> It was possible for everybody else there, though, wasn't it? It's possible for any human being <laughs> to not is bark it? like a dog throughout that song. No, but that song is what is so profoundly associated with canine backing vocals. I don't know anybody. I th- you'd have thought the whole crowd would have gone, at least, <laughs> on the, he's a tremor, I love him. Oh. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, um, Liza Minnelli yes. did a song called The World Goes Round. Do you know that song? What the world goes round. No. And, uh, I think so. She mentions um, winter, spring, summer and fall. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. It's the first time it struck me, that thing. I mean, I know it's... We all know it. The Americans call autumn fall. Mm-hmm. It's, such, it's such a sign of simplicity, isn't it, of the nation fall because <laughs> stuff falls at that time like you're gonna call summer bright you're just angry on marquis smith's behalf that's yeah. the only reason you've got any bods <laughs> you call spring it's rubbish brr winter <laughs> fall I love season anger. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't enough of that. We've had some confiscation news, haven't we? I yeah. was asking in the previous hour, this is based on the theory that the cockerel has, that no one tunes in across the hours. Not my theory. It's it's, it's a sort of a... We bring them in. Bring them into things. Yeah, that are running. yeah, yeah. OK. 
that uh, d does confiscation still happen yes. in school? Also, is the word used anywhere else? I've never heard of anyone having anything confiscated. Mm. Yeah. Maybe well, it's a football match. Drew Barton oh, yeah. says, Frank, you were asking if we Joey stood... Barton? No, not Joey Barton. Drew Barton. Oh, OK. Says, Frank, you were asking if we still confiscate things. Now, from that we, I'm assuming he's part of the teaching fraternity. Yes, yeah, sounds like it. My school does. Mr Barton. Yes. Uh, my school does, and the two top items confiscated on a daily basis are mobile phones and energy drinks. That's Drew in Edinburgh. Times change. The producer gasped. Yeah. Energy drinks is a big one. <laughs> yeah. That's because they're up all night, I suppose. Why are they up all night? Well, you know what they're like now. Mm. Walking the streets. <laughs> their hoods. Parents at home on drugs. Mm. Mm. Eh? Yeah. Mm. Devil dog in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? What's happened? What? What? Not what? you. You've got to whip it. <laughs> Under no circumstances is that a devil dog. <laughs> there, that's not a devil dog, particularly not in your house. Anyway, speaking of broken Britain, what about David Cameron and his child neglect? I know. Well, you say neglect. Well, what well, do you say? Well, I say welcome to my childhood. Okay. <laughs> um, pub the child was left in a pub. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. child was left in a pub. Uh, Na Nancy isn't it? Nancy yes. Delorio. Yeah. No, no Nancy, <laughs> Nancy Cameron, who is the eight-year-old daughter. I was going to say, I'm sure she's been left in a pub quite a few times on her own. <laughs> yeah, when the bloke said, I'm just sniffing to the toilet, he's gone out the back door and left Nancy sitting there. Oh, very well, where is it going? Where is it? It's been a very long time. Must, must be something come up unexpectedly. <laughs> that was moving towards that um, transsexual, <laughs> that one big brother. <laughs> it, was, it was Nadia... Meets Count Docula, and well, I rather was, liked it. Well, it's a great combo, mm. always. Um, so he left his eight-year-old child Nancy in the in a pub in the boozer. Yeah. So first of all, she was in a pub, which we might question. But then, then they forgot her when they left. Well, they they were there with other friends. Weren't oh, they? Well, that's all right then. And the and the security teams, and I think the the story from Cameron's lot was that. He got in the car with oh, his the security people. His politics are coming people. out now, Frank. No, politics no, no. are all coming out. The security people uh, took Cameron home, and uh, Samantha took the other children home. And she thought he had the the girl, yeah, and he yeah. thought she had the yeah. girl. Well, that's not what I heard. Let's put it that way. No, it's. I personally think that it's just. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Because everyone's saying, "Oh, Cameron lost the girl." I see it as that the girl escaped for fifteen minutes. She got away from it. Maybe she wants to leave. Perhaps she thinks his politics are insincere. I heard, I heard there'd been a big row. <laughs> Apparently Nancy looked up from her trifle and said, I feel that there should be a period of growth <laughs> yes. to re-establish the economy before we start cutting public services. And also, I was never happy with those people from News International coming round horse riding. <laughs> and then she stormed off to the toilet and, and Cameron left in a huff. And, yeah. and Sam Cam was saying, no, she said, no, leave her! No, leave her! Leave her if she wants to be like, no, leave her! <laughs> and uh, it took about five miles for Sam Cam to talk him out of it, and they went mm. back. <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't know, you know, this, it's gossip is uh, it's cheap, yeah. isn't it? Mm, fun. It's, and also fun. <laughs> what else is gossip? Another texting on the <laughs> show on Absolute Radio. Adjectives to describe gossip. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, just because Gary Barlow has got somewhere, no need to rubbish him. Not my words, but the words of 887. Eight, well, I wouldn't say I was rubbish. Was actually, I was rubbish. <laughs> mm. Has he got somewhere? 
to the palace, Buckingham Palace. Yeah, but you know, is that is that where spiritual fulfilment lies? No, mm. and it also it's only down the road, isn't it? We could walk there after the show if we wanted. <laughs> yeah, when you wouldn't. say he's got somewhere, he's got near enough the same well, place. We, we wouldn't get in. <laughs> we're, we're not the boy Jones, <laughs> <laughs> famous <laughs> Ryle intruder. We might discuss later. We in might. The show. Yeah. I, think, I think there's a buzzer. We could just pretend that we are. Like, Hello, it's the boy Jones. <laughs> Mates of Gary's, you know Gary. Yeah, I'm opening the gate now. <laughs> no, I, um, you know, fine, Gary. I don't begrudge him anything. He, you know. <laughs> uh, on the other subject of um, somebody saying that they live next door to Ivor Badil. Oh, yes. Um, uh, we've had a text in, I live next door to the 1966 goalie who played for West Ham and he's a top fella. Nice, isn't 1966 it? goalie who played for West Ham. Oh. Is that Gordon Banks? No, he didn't play for West Ham. Oh, didn't he? Who is it then? Oh, uh, well, it's an unfortunate year to just be playing league football. <laughs> Why? And what else? I'm just saying, because I assume if it's 1966, he would have been the England winning side. No, but still a, still a great honour. There's a bloke called... Uh, oh, well, it's not going no to football deal. trivia. We're on the wrong show. Let's <laughs> face it. Um, Frank, I'm not done. Read the pub and the Cameron child. OK. The thing I found most alarming was one of the papers said she was found helping staff in the pub. I bet he found that alarming. Oh, my God. <laughs> turn you back for ten minutes. They've crossed the class barrier. <laughs> I should never have sent her to school. We'll never get it. We'll never tease her into a food fight at university now. She'll be serving it. She won't be wearing a claret blazer. No. Claret chino, I'm sorry. Little, mm. little Nancy has broken the mould. Brilliant. But that happened to me quite often. I'd get mislaid. I mean, there was no sort of malice behind it. No. It happened to me in Harrods once. In Harrods? Yes. OK. Wow. Yes. How long were you uh, left? Well, quite some time. I think I'd gone on a bit of a toy rampage. I was running around the toy department. Yeah. So there was an element of free will involved. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I seemed to... Rem- it was It was quite a while. I don't know where my mum... Was, was there on. an announcement? There was an announcement, yeah. yeah it used to be quite a common in the shops, oh, yeah. announcements. A small child is, uh, is mm-hmm. here. The but I mean, don't, don't hear it now. You get it in shopping centres. I think they do codes so as not to alarm what, people. What, like Mr Sand? <laughs> yeah. You know, in theatres, if there's a fire, they say he's Mr Sand in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said that Mr Smoke was one of them. I said, you you need one that's a bit more difficult to work out than Mr Mr Smoke is in the building. Definitely. Oh, good. They have one uh, in London Underground. Mr Inferno. If there's been a, a fouling of some sort. A fouling? Oh, what's that yes. then? What's that? Or vom- uh, something like, would Mr Orange please come to the... Yeah, they have they have all sorts of code words. Mm-hmm. I think when I worked in a nightclub, if there was a fight on the dance floor, they'd say something like, could Mr Black go to the dance floor or something like that? All the bouncers would start running. Uh-huh. Yeah. Trouble on the dance floor? They couldn't say there's trouble on the dance floor, <laughs> no. could they? Oh, that's <laughs> a pity. Would start discoing. That is a pity. <laughs> I remember, I, I don't think I was ever left by my parents. No? Pa- partly because they were very caring and attentive, but mainly mm. because we never went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we... I, I don't remember leaving my garden for about eight years. <laughs> but um, I uh, I got lost coming back from my Auntie Ethel's. I went to my Auntie Ethel's with, with my mum, and uh, I got a bit bored, and she said, oh, go back then. It was only like probably half a mile up the road mm. and I got completely lost because I get lost all the time as you know and yes. even then as a child I got utterly and completely lost and got back about two hours later mm. by which my mum had returned home 
I do remember there being a massive kerfuffle. I seem oh, to remember really? it. Where have you been? I got lost. Oh. <laughs> I remember it being like that. And had you been terrified? Because it's really scary as a kid to be lost, isn't it? Yeah. I, I loved it. Did you? Mm. I felt very free and independent. I didn't wow. mind it. I think it was then that I um, developed the little boy lost look, which has stood me in good stead for my whole adult life. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, every, every cloud. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Right, we've had an email in. An email? No, hold on. I've got a new jingle for emails. Just stick around. Mm. Email corner. This is uh, one I, I impromptu did last week, and Daisy, our producer, captured it like one might a feral creature. <laughs> email corner! <laughs> Whether it was worth the effort, of course, we can debate till the cows come home. I like that you edited out me saying, oh, God, yeah. afterwards. <laughs> I think that was a good idea. Uh, this is from Libby Lumley. Libby Lumley, I'm already liking. Mm-hmm. Well... She's something of a of a, a troubadour, a traveller. Oh, she yeah. says, I've downloaded your podcasts while living and working in the Bahamas, Hong Kong, Michigan, China, wow. and for the last 18 months on a little island in St Vincent and the Grenadines. Brilliant. Well, she'd been stockpiling all the podcasts to yeah. keep her amused on her journey back. For six weeks, I sailed back to the UK on a 60-foot schooner and spent many hours listening to your amusing chats whilst being violently ill in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean during a gale. Oh, dear. I must admit, I've been made violently ill by a large schooner <laughs> on uh, many occasions when I used to have sherry for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. There were quite a few times when I thought I might not make it back to land alive. Oh, blimey. And one of the many thoughts on why this would be a shame would be that I'd never find out the news on the birth of Frank's child. What? So when we finally hit land, the Azores... Yes. I downloaded the missing podcasts and heard the wonderful news of the safe arrival of Buzz. Congratulations, oh, Frank and Kath. Oh, absolutely lovely. That's from uh, Libby. Libby Lumley? Libby Lumley from Oxford. I like Libby Lumley. It sounds like... Uh, I think... Actually, I can't Lumley actually say what lovely. it sounds like, Libby. <laughs> Frank. But, um, it gives me hiccups. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What else? Goonies T-shirt, Mick and Somerset. <laughs> we we did accidentally ask what listeners were wearing today in a non uh, in a non seedy way. Yes, Goonies T-shirt is excellent. Well, not for me, um, it's not. Um, I walked out of that film when I was fourteen. Did you? I, it was my first walk out. I walked. I said, "This is terrible." <laughs> Even though I was I a child, it. I knew it was awful. Oh, well, that's it. okay. I still do. Each to their own. And he also is conforming very much to what we would guess of the absolute listener. What, Goonies fans? Goonies t-shirt. Yeah. And his converse. Well, he hasn't mentioned any other items. I'm I'm imagining <laughs> still in a go- just a Goonies t-shirt, just still in bed, maybe. Oh, oh right. Maybe he's got that's up. his version of the pyjama top. He's got up and thought, oh, to hell with the kitchen chair. <laughs> and he's just sitting having his breakfast in just a Goonies t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> My little tip for you is uh, J-cloth and a bit of Dettel afterwards. <laughs> no arm oh. done. No arm done. Oh. So where were we? What was we talking... Oh, yeah, what about um, what about another dip into email corner? We could have a dip yeah. into email Hold corner. Hold on, let's find me... Oh. Email corner, here we go. Email corner. 
Is that recorded in 1973 <laughs> on a boat? I, I thought you'd done it with a different tune, like Email Corner. Yeah, well, Daisy probably anyway. picked the wrong one. She's having a mare, let's face it. Having a mare. We've had an email uh, titled An IEM uh, Idiotic Eureka Moment, which is those moments where you realise that something is. Yeah. Uh, Do hello. you think when people inquire over the, after the whereabouts of a, a racehorse, people actually ever say he's having a mare at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Hello, Frank, the lovely Emily and Alan, brackets, look, I spelt it right. I hope you are duly impressed. That's Alan with a U. Alan with a you U. You should write a version of that, like, like Liza with a Z. Yeah. She said Liza... Manelli song. Oh, yeah. For, uh, it's uh, Alan with a U, not Alan with an A, because Alan with the U spells. Yeah, I do. Alan. A little, that would uh, be quite camp if he did that every time <laughs> he said his name. Performance rap. It'd yeah. be quite <laughs> camp. It'd be another mighty leap from a childhood of martial arts. <laughs> uh, this is the idiotic Eureka moment that this person has had. Gareth. Uh, I should explain Gareth. to new listeners that yes. an idiotic Eureka moment is something that you. It's a sort of something that you realise much later than everyone else, like getting a joke. Or Last mm-hmm. week, <coughs> par exemple, um, someone said that they'd read their whole lifetime and heard about the animals going in two by two on the ark and never thought that was that there would be a male and a female and they were mm. two by two for... Um, I must have spoken to three people that agreed with that. So Me too, I and I was in I that Venn diagram. A lot of well, people well, are like that. So Did they assume it was like a news agent where you only allow two school children <laughs> in at the same time? No, I thought they were maybe going out, but I... Oh, you thought you didn't realise oh, they were actually having no. the physical <laughs> strictly platonic until they're on the boat. Yeah, yeah. don't have rules. Uh, it would have been hard though in that period of history to be strictly platonic, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Why? Wouldn't he have been pre-Plato? Oh, I oh, see. Yeah. Oh, Frank, you're Very so smart. Good. I love it. You'd have to be pre-platonic. <laughs> I have only just realised that things like <coughs> Bet three six five and Football three six five are related to there being three hundred and sixty five days in a year. <laughs> I was previously incredibly confused why websites always put the same random number in their name. I I feel both relieved and ashamed by this. That's Gareth, who presumably is also confused by the number of shops called uh, (laughs) (laughs) 24-7. Well, 7-Eleven, did that used to open at 7 and close at 11? Is that how that worked? No, because I was often waiting outside there at about half 7 when I had a late one and it sometimes wasn't open. Oh, well, I see. Well, it, that, that's Gareth who sent that in. Yes. Gareth. Do you think Gareth listens to absolute 80s and thinks, <laughs> God, this some of this is, what, 30 <laughs> years old? Uh, Frank. What? Don't say it like that. Sorry. Tartan PJs and three Y Mariners hanging off them waiting for their walk. Three Vimaranas. Oh, did you say Vimaranas? I can't never pronounce it. I think what, it said three. Said Vimaranas. Yeah, yeah, I think it said three wide Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> I can never pronounce that. What's a Weimarana? What, I thought it was a dog. Weimarana. Weimarana, what is it? I've it's never those heard dogs this word. that have got, um, it's hard, they're very silky, are fil- they? silky of, um, of pelt. Are they like whippets, Frank? No, no, they're, they're, they're more statuesque. Very oh. beautiful, blue eyed. You sometimes see um, mock up photographs of them in um, jackets and ties. There's, a, there's an artist that does oh. Weimarana photo. They're very beautiful Vimerana. animals. It's a, it's a word I've never encountered. Whoa, in, in Weimarana, Weimarana, pretty <laughs> little thing. Weimarana dance, Weimarana sing. And if Weimarana sing is listening, why doesn't she contact us? <laughs> We'd love to hear from her. Is that what someone's wearing? Yes. What, the dogs hanging off the... The tartan PJs. So the dogs are print, or are they the real dogs? 
No, there's three. They want to go for a walk. You weren't even listening, were you? I, no. I was confused by the word. Yeah, well, well, was, I pronounced it wrong. You hadn't heard of it. it Thanks was, it, thank God. It was Emily's uh, desk cart. He never oh, yeah. even heard of it. That was at awful. least I had a stab at it. Yeah, but it was. What did you call Scanty it again? Dots, Vi- Vi- Marana, I called no, it. No, you didn't. You called it Vimarinus. <laughs> <laughs> no. I remember it sounded like Mariner, as in he who lives on the sea. No, I didn't. You definitely. Well, we'll. Can we get that? Can we replay it? <laughs> Daisy's never looked more horrified in her life at the idea that we can just re- replay a section of the show. Um, well, yes, so Vi Mariners. Oh, don't tease me. Am I ever going to be able to forget this? Is it Elizabeth no. first say that? Vi? Vi Mariners. <laughs> so she, she wouldn't have had that kind of accent. Maybe Elizabeth II. Frank, have we got time for another email? No. No. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner and I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. We're on Absolute Radio. We're talking, playing music and adverts. I mispronounced the dog breed earlier. You did? Yeah. I said... Cool guy. Cool guys. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Roussel is what I said, actually. Jack Roussel. They should be called that. (laughs) That'll teach them to be little and snappy. Let's give them a camp name. Um, or is that your Jacques Roussel? Uh, Frank. Can I, say, can I give you an, an idiotic eureka moment? You can, mm-hmm. darling. Um, which is when you get completely fooled by something. I must have... There's a picture of uh, Kate Winslet in uh, today's son because she's on the New Year's honours... Not, not New Year's honours list, very late printing. Uh, on the, uh, the birthday honours list. Yes. And there's a picture of her... You know that dress she wears? It's like an optical the illusion. The Stella McCartney dress. Lovely. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and it has, like, black bits around the side that makes her waist and hips look smaller. Mm-hmm. Did you not know that was black I'd bit? seen that dress 20 times, and I looked at the picture this morning, I thought, gosh, she's looking svelte. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm S- buying that dress. Look, looking a bit svelte, you're an Ericsson, I thought. <laughs> and I completely fell for a dress, an optical illusion I've already seen before. It's all, hardly Albrecht. Dura. Do you know correct pronunciation? I was going to buy that dress. I had my. I tried one on last week, and I'm now going to. Now you've said that. Thank okay. you. Well, I, it completely me fooled me. Me too. I tried it on and didn't get it, but now I will. Oh, Grace, what and, I would Grace suggest, and Perry over there. <laughs> instead of having uh, black round the edges, get say brickwork, <laughs> something like that, so you can really good camouflage. That would be really good. Yeah. 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 Little tip. There. Or red as well, because you're always photographed against the red carpet. Oh, yeah. In her line of work. Yeah, but you'd have to lie on it, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, some do. What you need is a, ba- is a bit... Do you remember the Arsenal mural? Which was just like people, faces. Oh, right. Yeah, you need someone like that. You need a crowd, crowd scene around the, around the side. Oh, like that fair If you don't know what art. we're talking about, um, you're probably already gone, so let's not even worry <laughs> completing that sentence, as I think Ronnie Biggs once said. Mm. OK, what else? We've had an email in, in a continuation of Email Corner. We've had an email correspondence with an email, email The medieval town cries back. Mm-hmm. Uh, dear Frank Allen and Emily, I was on the bus to town this week with some friends and we started discussing who we'd pick as our celebrity mum and dad. After much thought and deliberation, I decided on Delia and Frank. Delia Smith, I presume, yeah. mm-hmm. for the obvious reasons of the cooking, mm. and yeah. she seems like she'd always be able to pick you up from a party. 
and Frank, because... <laughs> always seem like she should be driving, as far as <laughs> no, I've seen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of the clips, <laughs> when she started early. Let's be oh, having, yeah. Yeah. We've all seen that. Oh, yeah, that's true. And Frank, because I could be taught to play the banjo. Ukulele, it's actually the ukulele. Okay. And I can imagine there being a healthy balance of discipline and genuine happy chappiness. Yeah, that sums up most of my relationships. <laughs> this got me wondering... So, I'd have to marry Delia, though, to do this. Yes. Mm. Yes. You see, Let's Be Avenue is not so funny when no. it's uh, coming from someone <laughs> on silk sheets in a negligee. <laughs> I'd find that intimidating in the extreme. Be a good Catholic upbringing, though. She goes to Mass every day. Takes Does communion she? every day, Delia true? Smith. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, yes. oh, she loves the communion. Yeah, she um, does. French toast, I think she actually goes for. <laughs> this is, uh, she's called Amina. She says, it's got me wondering... Amina or Amina? No, Amina. Okay. Don't diss my pronunciation again. <laughs> this got me wondering, who would the team pick as their celebrity mum and dad? Well, certainly, in, in, in my drinking days, I think I'd have gone for the Camerons. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, Absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You sound that celeb parents email. I like the fact that the lady picked Frank based on the idea that there would be discipline and cheeky chappiness. Yes. It's almost like she's a parent already and she knows, well, they do need some discipline. Oh, they need some yeah. discipline. And they you need can't some cheeky chappiness. You can't let them run right. Love and boundaries, that's all it is. I also Tune like... next week to Parent <laughs> Hour on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Love and boundaries, I that's like it. it. That's it in a nutshell. I, like I believe to... that's the title of uh, Andrew Strauss's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, she had a little caveat at the end of the email and she said, it doesn't matter if they've passed. <laughs> Which I thought was what? useful. If well, she means the celebrity celeb parents. parents. Oh, de- you can have dead, dead yes. celebrity parents. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they've passed. Oh, okay, fair enough. Is what she said. I might have the Brownings. Do you want to know who? <laughs> the Brownings. <laughs> Robert, Robert and Elizabeth. Lovely. Um, I think I'd go for. Uh, in, as, as acknowledgement of you know how times have changed, I think my celebrity parents would be the Communards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what sort of civil partnership? <laughs> yeah, because Richard Richard Coles is a he's a priest now, isn't he? Is yes. He? So yes, you get your spiritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jimmy Somerville. Mm. It'd be nice to have a parent who always spoke highly of you. Oh, that's not him. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I, I'd quite. Was that Yaz. That was that was Yaz. Yeah. Yes. Um, I um, yeah, I'd I'd quite go for being the child of a civil partnership. Do you know, mm-hmm. so would I, Frank. I'd like Henry VIII mm. as a father. Hear me out. I know you think he might be quite a disciplinarian. Yeah, <laughs> the dinners would be good. Well, also, I can. I think I'd be very good running around corridors in a corset. I think I would have been mm-hmm. good at court. Yeah, yeah, but Henry VIII, your father, you're liable to lose an eye from a flying chicken no. egg. Yeah. I would have. I would have manipulated him. Okay. And I would have liked, if this was possible, I know they weren't around at the same time. No. But I think him and Got Kwan, quite a good civil partnership. <laughs> God, didn't Henry VIII alienate the Pope enough <laughs> without marrying Got Kwan? He's, he's... We could talk our way out of being murdered. We'd be quite a team. Yeah, well, I, I uh, think it would be great. Would I, you have to I, say something like ninth time lucky or tenth time lucky? Or <laughs> no, well that would. Uh, well, there's, there's. I don't think anyone's going to come up with anything much more unusual than <laughs> the acting Doc Wan. Surely, if you're having a civil partnership as your celeb parents, Ant and Dec. 
They're cheeky chaps. Yeah, that's aren't. true, actually. And th- and then they get on. I shouldn't think there'd be much falling out at home. You'd get to meet a lot of the people that are like Vogue, wouldn't you? You'd have to wear quite big trainers, and yes. um, you'd have to wear um, those black and grey type jackets buttoned up uh-huh. that they wear, like um, big jeans. <laughs> and I, w- I don't know if I'd like that. I tell you, you'd be good. Jaws and Esther Ranson. <laughs> you know, Jaws the baddie from Bond. I think meant the got, shark. I thought that's not braces. allowed. And yeah. Estherant, you'd have perfect teeth between the two of them, wouldn't you? Well, his, his were metal, weren't they? I thought they were braces. I thought they were those braces. <laughs> no, I thought they were actually metal. Oh, right. I'll take oh, it back. I think Claire Balding would be a nice mother as well. Yeah? Again. You've gone through the civil partnership <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're allowed a heterosexual <laughs> option, are we? Paul Daniels and Fiona Bruce. Because she's nice and knows about antiques and stuff. And when he does tricks, that'd be quite good if you were a kid. But also, she's got that arched eyebrow thing, so she'd look surprised whenever he did his magic tricks. You've really gone gone for this. (laughs) I think that's a good idea, don't you? Have you got a long list of other people? (laughs) Fiona Bruce and Paul Daniels. (laughs) I think you might have just edged Henry VIII and Gokwan in the weirdness front. God, I thought communists starting to sound a bit middle of the road. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Real sheep, real cows, real horses, real grass, real ploughing, two battling mosh pits. Is what? this the opening to We By Any Car? <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? No, it was last night at mine. The Olympic <laughs> Games opening ceremony. Oh yes, real sheep and cows. It's exciting that, isn't it? It's a terrible idea. Not least for the uh, Daily Mail comments for people going, oh, they're going to mistreat the animals. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. See, all circus fans have been denied <laughs> the delights <laughs> of live animals for many a long year now. And I like and to now, run. suddenly, Olympics, all bets are off. And Danny they're fabulously Boyle, unpredictable, which is what we like. Danny Boyle said that the animals would be treated better than the volunteers, <laughs> which in itself is British, isn't it? To yes. think that you treat animals better than humans. Mm. Particularly That's... after Jubilee Gate. Mm. But the mosh pits, <laughs> it's mosh not, it's, pits. It doesn't quite fit. Does it? It's green and pleasant land with mosh pits. Mm. I I imagine that, say, for example, the cattle and sheep are going to be crowd surfed <laughs> <laughs> across, obviously against their will, slightly distressed, kicking out. Yes. But wouldn't that be a brilliant thing to see them being crowd surfed across a big mosh pit? Oh yeah, they might and, not. Like I'd like it, to see some horses jumping in the pool. That'd be dramatic. Yeah. But I thought it could end in like a in a spit roast over the Olympic flame, <laughs> Olympic barbecue. <laughs> yeah, with uh, the cattle's being slaughtered by something very British, like say, say a David Beckham lookalike. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. And I, then uh, and then on a rotisserie. Will they be oh. on Leeds, or will it be all go a bit dogs in Birmingham? Will they just be wandering oh, no, around they'll be, free? They'll be, on, they'll be on until yeah, un, until they're actually secured <laughs> on a spit. They'll be roaming free until the cat put... big screen, the roast beef of old England, as the smoke goes on. Oh yeah, oh, brilliant! I'm liking the set. I like the uh, the British theme, although it is the London Olympics, not actually the British Olympics. Well, this is true. It should have been Pearly Queens and um, the English Olympics. It should have been. It's a small no, world. Just London, really. It should have been. It's a small world version. Oh, and they should have had a little St Paul's and a mini shard. And the world's smallest men could have been running around. <laughs> well, I'd have been, uh, yeah. But it's, it's, um, he's, he wouldn't have been my first choice, I think, Danny Boyle. Is he? Is he? Does he do many ceremonies? I don't know how many ceremonies. You know, they should done. have got in, guys. 
Barlow. Yes, it should be Gary Barlow. Right? I'm sorry, but even you're going to have to accept. The guy thinking, knows no. what he. The guy knows his onions when it comes to party organising. I was thinking Stilgo, possibly, <laughs> with Jenny Agatha in a Sebastian Co role. Now that he's back, no, it's. Uh, I'm. I, I was hoping they weren't going to have one at all. You know, there was a theory that because of the, these are hard times, that rather mm-hmm. than follow the Chinese one, which is unfollowable, mm. that it would be like. Boris on a bike holding a small Union Jack <laughs> and really cool. sort of be an anti-opening ceremony mm. and that would have been brilliant but David Beckham will be involved, he hasn't been mentioned but he's involved in everything now isn't he of that nature. Do you know yeah. what they could do the most British one and just have a, like, a really small cheap like Boris riding around on a bike and then just have us all do like a group tut like that would be brilliant, <sighs> combined with a Mexican wave of some kind. A <laughs> cue. <laughs> I'm nervous about. Is it going to be that sort of green fabric they have in the greengrocers, the itchy oh, one, the, the astroturf? Astro is that no, what it's going to be? Apparently, it's going to be that 2D spiky green stuff that comes with sushi. <laughs> <laughs> and the cattle are going to have to walk in between lines of that. But um, it, it's. Oh, I don't know. Why bother? <laughs> Why not just have um, a small eight year old child sitting in a pop toilet set <laughs> as a symbol of broken Britain? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Well, we've from the outside world. Brilliant. This news just in from Martin. Well, I say just in, he actually emailed midweek. Okay. But don't be petty. Uh, hi, Frank, the lovely Emily and the Cockerel. I've been terribly bored at work today, and through reading a very random chain of Wikipedia articles, articles I came across an entry about the boy Jones. A man yes. from Victorian times who had an obsession <laughs> with breaking into Buckingham Palace. He seems like a very interesting, albeit very strange chap, and I thought it might interest you vis-à-vis Peter the Wild, etc. Yeah, um, so I, we, we've been talking about this, and we, mm. lo- we, we looked up the boy Jones. My, my first thing I like about him is he died from a drunken fall in 1893. <laughs> <laughs> so already... He's my kind of guy. Yeah, he had you at Drunken. And the fact that he was called the Boy Jones reminds me of um, that period in uh, when um, they used to say that man Shearer every time he scored a goal in his yeah, early yeah. days. But yeah, he was uh, he was incredible. He got in, he stole some of uh, Queen Victoria's bloomers yeah. and stuff. He was but one of the first celebrity stalkers. He was, yeah, respect. <laughs> he had Queen. He was found with Queen Victoria's underwear stuffed down his trousers. Well, so was Queen Victoria. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you think about it, one rule for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he ended up it. in prison, but he then, you know, uh, he went to Australia. I say he went to Australia like, oh, I'll go out with my wife and kids. I uh-huh. think he might have been sent there, mm. and he was a seller of pies. <laughs> I tell you, Wikipedia is a a, how did we live you what, before Wikipedia the more I hear about this guy the more I like him yeah. he also he, he also did um, a not a pie seller a seller of pies he did a musical act based on uh, being a royal stalker did he? <laughs> yeah it's like in, you know in, in nowadays people can become celebrities through um, dark deeds through crime mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, yeah he used to do an act I, I love that. That's what the Victorians did. They would put real people on stage, recreating their... Uh, mm. Like Sitting Bull used to be in Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. Chief oh, yeah. Sitting Bull used to just write... All he, he, he refused to take part in any of the ceremony. He, he wasn't even in the little big horn recreation. I mean, <laughs> surely that's where you get Sitting Bull. I anyway, think- he used to go round on a horse 
uh, just just a one circuit, <laughs> and then that'd be it. that'd be it for sitting bull for that night. Frank, that was like Mickey Rooney in that panto we saw. That's essentially all he did. He, he just, just stood up. But he just was there so people can say, I saw Chief sitting bull. Mm. Brilliant. But um, what a brag that would be to have seen him live. Mm. I mean, in his golden years, before he started doing stuff about having kids. <laughs> Frank, um, I've had one of my injuries. You know how you sometimes have one of your falls? Yes. Um, I've had a bit of an incident with my back recently. Oh, dear. Oh, it's no. big of you to admit that, I know. Nothing bad happened, but I don't know what... I literally... I mean, it was like being an old woman, because I, I bent down... Oh, God, I can't believe she said that. I was actually doing the gardening. <laughs> Me and Alan don't know where to look. <laughs> I wasn't even at a premiere no. with a footballer. I was bending doing down doing the, the gardening. gardening. Yes. <laughs> no, you've seen my concrete that. patch. I have seen it. <laughs> um, and uh, it's as neat as they get. <laughs> so what, what... Oh, dear. So And I heard a little click, Frank... And I didn't like the sound of it. No. Were you, were you hoping it was paparazzi? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a... I, I realised this because um, Emily dropped a magazine um, last week and said to Daisy, could you pick that up for me? And Daisy gave her the most across-the-class divide look I've ever... <laughs> said, Why can't you pick it up? And I think she thought... She did um, say that. Emily was being a bit grand, but uh-huh. poor old Em just couldn't get down there. Simple as that. I was. It was a bit of an Ina Sharples moment, Frank, for me. Oh, my no. first. But it was. You know what was good? I did actually. I found a new. I developed a new skill, which was because I couldn't bend over to pick up underwear, for example. Oh. I used my Blimey. toes to pick up uh, my smalls, and a sort of arcade claw mechanism. Yeah. Oh, you yes. actually. Because I, I tell you what, I've been doing for years. If I may uh, reveal this, on please do. When I when I take my uh, my underpants off in the evening mm. I just let them I let them drop mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I take them on I, I, I slightly hook the right foot and I uh, spin them into the air catch them and put them straight into the yeah do you do that? oh, oh yeah yeah, I used to dream as a young man that I might reach a level of, um, of, of dexterousness where I could do it the other way around and actually put them on in the morning with the aid of throwing them into the air and doing a quick oh, handstand. that would be good. Oh, man, if you could just... If they just dropped on you like that, like something out of... You know, when the Thunderbird uh, 3 is heading for the... You know, like a version of when hat jogglers put the hat on their foot and spin it round, then they flick it up to their yeah. head. It'd be like that. But Brilliant. Way, oh, or just good. throw the pants into the air and run and leap at them feet first. Oh, that's Cartwheel good. into them. Yeah. <sighs> that would be it. Magic. All but these. I did find that I really... I, I might do it now. I do it with my handbag, pick it up with my big yeah. toe sometimes now, just because I can. But Because it, it, I'm tall, I see this as being welcome to my world. It takes yeah. me about 15 minutes to bend down to pick something up. So th- this is just it. That's what you do. Pick it up. Get, get the old claws on. But it is. it does make me feel ancient having a back in. It made me realise, though, I'm saying, all me back. I can't, oh, watch, no. I can't watch telly without a puff. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's what happens to women of your age. <laughs> you can sell a black. <laughs> that or a cat in it. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we were talking about feeling old. With all your aching back. Mm. All me back. back. Yeah. Which I've been saying. It's a bit like um, I Ate That Duck. It's got that same sound of resonance <laughs> to it. All me back. I've started signing off emails. Best, Emily. That's, Have you? That's quite an old lady's thing, isn't it? Best. Best mm. wishes is bad. Oh, best wishes. I had a bit of an old person thing. I was um, 
I was uh, I was taking I was in A and E. Oh, I and, was in uh, that. He played Jason the Asthmatic. <laughs> I did. I did indeed. And um, the, uh, the the nurse said to me, you look a bit... You, I think you're a bit shocked. Um, I'll make you a hot, sweet tea. Mm. Now, I haven't had sugar in tea for 25 years. I, I gave up. I'm, and on occasions, I accidentally had... Um, somebody give me one accidentally put sugar in. It's oh, horrible. Really? But I thought... You know, maybe I've been hasty when I tasted mm. it. I thought maybe I'll go back. Now that's an old thing, isn't it? Mm. Sugar in tea. Yeah, it's lovely though. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and also going. <laughs> yeah, about things you like is quite an old thing. For me, it's um, it's the grooming. I've started to buy things from uh, the large pharmacy in the high street oh, yeah. to do what my body used to do. I caught myself the other day buying eye drops to make my eyes sparkle. I was very tired. To make your eyes <laughs> sparkle? You can get, you can get eye drops Simon Cowell, make, you, make your eyes sparkle. Yes, right? I'm aware yeah. of them, but it's people like Simon Cowell that buy them. Well, it, and also incredibly tired individuals like I was that day, and I just thought, I can't yeah, I'm going to have a go it's at that. He's such a dark horse. I'm going to have a go at that. I In fact, thought, he's, on, some t- on this occasion, he's more of a My Little Pony. <laughs> I think I... I think I probably had some kind of professional engagement where I thought I'll fake not being exhausted, and then I thought my body used to just do this for me, didn't it? I what make to, your eyes sparkle? I just used to look all right, and I used I'll to go out eyes and over there. wondering. It's like moisturising, isn't it? <laughs> like I used to be moist. Now I'm faking that dry. as well. You're yeah, dry now. now. I'm dry. Are you yeah. buying moisturiser? Oh, I've been buying moisturiser for years, but you know we all have, haven't we? But it used to be natural. I, it? I haven't. No. No, I have actually. That's a, that's a lie. <laughs> You're very I've moist. had to. I know. I've, I've dried out. I'm like an old log. <laughs> I have little more to add to the day except thank you for listening. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Hopefully, by which time England will have gone even further in the European Championships. We love you all. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.